Hello, this is The Playground, and my name is Julia, and in this episode, I wanted to talk about moving and letting go. I wanted to do this episode because my family is moving to a completely different state during the summer of 2022. And a little background is I have lived in this house since my childhood. This is my childhood house and there are so many memories associated with this house. And because my family is not only moving houses but to a completely different state, that also means that I am not going to be able to see my hometown friends as frequently or ever. (laughs) It really brought up the topic of letting things go and the process of packing, but also moving. All that will be discussed after I play the song that I have chosen for today's episode, which is A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes from Cinderella, sung by Eileen Woods. Time to start another day, even 
he orders me around. Well, there's one thing. They can't order me to stop dreaming. And perhaps someday, the dreams that I wish will come true. because that song how many times can julia say that song in one sentence <laughs> no i chose a dream as a wish your heart makes because it evokes such a homey familiar cozy feeling and what's funny is is i grew up on disney but i did not grow up on cinderella if anything i grew up on cinderella 2 and i don't think i really watched the original Disney Cinderella until I was in high school but this song to me just screams childhood and happy sunlit memories. I would say that my top Disney movies watching as a child were well my sister and I were obsessed with Lion King, Beauty and the Beast and I think the rest of the Disney movies were all pretty great but Lion King and Beauty and the Beast were definitely top two contenders. Yes, I was old enough to watch Disney on VCR on those little bricks. <laughs> we had to rewind them every time we finished watching them. Very fun little activity to do before you wanted to watch a movie. When I heard that my family was moving, first off, the idea that my family was moving was an idea that was thrown around for years. And so the thought that my family might actually be moving this year was somehow very unrealistic to me. I thought that my parents were bluffing. I thought they were joking. Nope. As luck would have it, they were very serious. <laughs> and they were very quick to do the house hunting, to sell the house. And my house in my eyes was a, my world. I grew up there with my sister, my family, with my dog, with my cat. Just, 
I felt like everything I needed was in that house growing up. And there are so many beautiful memories that I'll always carry with me. And I remember hearing my dad say that a photographer was going to come and take photos of the house. And I just remember thinking that they're never going to capture the beauty of the house. Like those mundane moments when the sun is coming through the window and you could see the sun rays and the dust particles floating through or when the sun hits just right and there's a rainbow on the floor or the sound of the water in the backyard or the smell of the flowers in spring there are just these little moments speaking of smelling just the smell of the house just walking in and getting a waft of what my dad was cooking for dinner or smelling the wonton that my grandma made. Just all these special things that I'll never experience again. On one hand, I'm so excited for the future and moving and I'm so excited for my parents. But I also have to say there is a little sad streak in there. The selling of this house wasn't the mark or the end of my childhood. My childhood ended a long time ago. But I think the selling of this house is kind of like shedding the shedding of old skin. That sounds really disgusting, but it's definitely a weight lifted off. I'm not sure if weight is the right word, but definitely feels like a reinvention of sorts. When I heard that my house had been sold, I immediately called my childhood best friend and we reminisced on all the memories we made in this house of how we would just drive to each other's houses and hang out and have Harry Potter movie marathons and just eat food and take neighborhood walks and just sit in our cars in front of our houses just talk the driving of it all <laughs> i think that what makes this move hit even harder is just the fact that we i am moving out of my hometown and what's funny is is i always make i always poke fun at my hometown it's a suburb from Vegas. Yep, that's right. I don't actually live in Vegas, but I did live in a house that felt like a home when I was a child. And when I think back to those memories, there is a golden film or a golden filter rather that I'll always think about. There's this one memory that I have where I remember I was just too short to reach the kitchen sink. I needed a step stool <laughs> or my family called it a stool steppy stool okay maybe it was called a stepping stool but i i called it a steppy stool anyways but i remember needing a steppy stool to reach the sink and i remember when i was old enough or tall enough rather to finally reach the sink and i felt like such a grown-up i'm really going to miss the the feelings and the smells and the comfort of the house because there are so many really cozy memories I have with the house I was hoping that the new owners would be a family and I was so excited to know who purchased the house but unfortunately I guess not really unfortunately but my house was sold to an investment company which not exactly homey vibes but it's okay I think they're going to do a really great job at renovating the house because the house was really old and 
I'm excited to know, I guess I'll really never know at this point, but I'm excited for the next family to move in because it's such a great house. With moving comes packing. The process of packing is one that makes me think of Noah's Ark, of packing what's important, getting rid of what's necessary. And the idea of Noah's Ark was actually discussed in one of my courses called Oral History, where we discussed how narratives are very similar in that the narratives that are kept are the ones that are deemed crucial to remember within whatever society deems to be important at that time. And I think that's interesting because my whole podcast is the premise of personal narratives. And I've been thinking about this a lot lately of what narratives are important, what narratives am I telling? I'd be lying if I said that I had shared all the important narratives I'm completely open and transparent with everything I've experienced. And the fact of the matter is, is not all important narratives are shared. I'm really working to get to a place where I feel confident enough to share important narratives that I have yet to be able to verbalize and put into a narrative form even. A lot of my thoughts are just kind of sporadic and not very narrative-like, if that makes sense. All this to say that the packing experience was was sentimental. Having to get rid of items that hold sentimental value but just cannot make it is... It's sad letting things go sometimes. I'm recording this during the springtime in New York and... It's so beautiful here in New York. The blossoms have blossomed, the flowers are out, the petals are just flowing through the city, and what comes with spring is spring cleaning. And, you know, you can do that with your material things, Marie Kondo style, but sometimes you have to do that mentally, too. Old thoughts and patterns that are holding you back. You can also do this with people, too. There's this quote that when you really love someone or something you let it go and I've been thinking about this quote a lot lately I'm not entirely sure how I feel about it just yet but to introduce this idea in this episode I will say that keeping something that is not right for you whether it be a shirt that never quite fit right or a dress that you never really wore a friendship that you never felt good in or a pattern that is not very helpful for your growth and development. You gotta let it go. It's a form of self-love in my opinion to let things go that are weighing you down. And I struggle to say not serving you because I think the idea of something not serving you and letting it go because it's not serving you sounds very capitalistic almost, almost like you have to be somehow contributing or serve just the idea of serving you to me just doesn't sound very great and I do like to be thoughtful with my language and I think that if something is weighing you I do think that letting it go is an act of self-love that being said though when letting things go both in the material and personal sense It is always great to recognize how grateful you are slash were for when you did have that thing in your life. Speaking more towards the personal sense, say you're thinking of a friend or a relationship even, of letting go 
I would say that when you let someone go, if they're okay with that, they're okay with you letting them go and them leaving, I think that's okay. But I do think that there are some relationships in which you are trying to let someone go, but they're still actively trying to be in your life. I think that calls for communication. And I wanted to be very clear on that because I have been on the receiving end of a relationship in which I was not right for someone, but instead of being left in a sympathetic manner, in a compassionate manner, I was just left and it was really hurtful and I wouldn't want to do that to anyone just knowing how my experience with it was. I think that when you really do care for someone, communication is always the best way to go about it and it can be really scary to talk to someone who you care about and explain that that this connection is just not fueling you. All relationships are different and I can't speak for all but I would say that you are your first priority you have to take care of yourself and if someone is not making you feel healthy love yourself and put yourself first I think it's really interesting to think about what matters most to you honestly this kind of brings me to my next topic of college I think college is crazy and maybe it's just my experience with it but I have been pretty much living a nomadic life for the past two years three years even I'm a junior oh my lord okay so little background here after high school I went to San Diego in which I stayed there for maybe half a year then COVID hit I went back home to my hometown then I went to New York stayed there wasn't able to travel stayed there for let's see probably the longest time out of my college experience and then I went from New York back home and then to San Diego and then to Florence and then back home in my hometown and then back to New York and so I'm bringing this up because I have been moving so much in college to the point where I've really had to become minimalistic in what I pack, what I deem to be important to stay with me. I feel like I'm at a point now where I'm just so ready to settle down. And I'm 20 years old saying that. Like, goodness, I should be so excited to explore the world and just have an exciting lifestyle. But I don't know if it's the pandemic that got me feeling like this, but I am just so tired of moving around. In fact, summer's coming up and I'm talking to all my friends about like trying to find a place to stay, trying to figure out where all my belongings are going to go. What's really great about my life in New York is that right now I live in a pre-furnished apartment, so none of these furnishings are mine and I think that I'm just so ready to feel like the environment in which I live is something that is homey almost. <laughs> I'm not typically one to say that materialistic items are things that make you feel at home but I do think that material items can make you feel more comfortable. My experience with living in this pre-furnished apartment is that I don't really like to put more things in the apartment because I know I'm going to leave and so what ends up happening is just that I live in a pretty 
bland apartment that just doesn't feel like the feeling that you get when you come home that feeling of like this is my place this is my sanctuary i kind of feel more so like this is a roof over my head right now that's what i need and it is very sufficient in that but i have been feeling like this for quite some time of like not really feeling like i have a home base anymore i reckon that's a pretty common feeling especially in college especially if you're moving all the time but i kind of miss that feeling of having a home like a home base of saying that oh i'm going home and really knowing that it's home because my family is moving to a different state saying that i'm going home sounds so weird to me I'm, it's not familiar to me but i am so excited i can't wait to meet the community and the people and just explore my surroundings i will be going to the new home slash house this summer so updates on that but all this to say that when you move there are things that you have to let go when i say move it could be geographical but it could also be mentally i have noticed that i feel like i'm going through a transitional period right now and i always say that like not once have i started a new chapter in my life and been like this is the chapter where I'm going to thrive. It's always like, this is a transition. And I feel like my whole college experience has been an extended transition, just every day, completely different. Every day I need to adapt to something new. I was going to make an entirely different episode about this, but it kind of fits into this topic in that I have no clue what I'm doing and I'm feeling so confused very unsure about what the future holds and on this podcast we have talked about the future and change i feel like new york always keeps me on my toes constantly challenging me to adapt the most recent circumstance in which i've had to adapt and be flexible with is my summer internship i applied to several internships over the summer and got rejected by all of them which is stressful to say the very least because summer is coming in a matter of weeks and i am scouring the internet looking for not only internship opportunities but volunteer opportunities anything at this point i think that this summer is also going to be a period of transition i think the moment i'm in right now is a moment of transition of mental health of attitude transitioning into summer and then i think summer is going to be a transition into senior year i feel like i am never going to have a moment in my life where i'm finally settled although that is what i'm yearning for at this moment i'm feeling very tired right now very stretched but keeps things interesting keeps me busy which is what i like i did want to talk about my future in an episode where the theme was going to be more so about doubt but in the context of this episode what i've come to realize is that in life you have to let go of everything you thought was going to happen when i came when i first went into college I thought I was going to be a lawyer. I thought I was going to study to go into law school. And then I took a law class. 
Well, you know what? Let's back it up even, even further. When I first went into college, I went into college for poli-sci to become a lawyer. I then realized poli-sci was not for me, so I transferred schools. And then I took my first law class. Realized law wasn't for me and completely changed my concentration. For a while there, I didn't even really know what I wanted to do. I just started taking classes that sounded interesting to me. And to my luck, I took an amazing course, which completely shifted the trajectory of my career interests and my education for that matter. I thought after college, I was going to be working at a corporate job, maybe working as some sort of production member, production crew. After this internship, situation. I applied to a lot of podcasting production, a lot of multimedia production, and I'm not going to give up on that idea, but it's also made me rethink about my strengths in general. There's this Lady Gaga quote that she's famous for of, there can be a hundred people in the room and 99 of them will say no, but it takes one person to believe in you. And maybe that one person has to be yourself. If I ever meet Lady Gaga, I will ask her that question. <laughs> but as for now, none of the internship organizations I applied to believed in me. No shade because I just don't have what they're looking for. And I don't even really entirely know what they're looking for because I applied to this internship and I read the description and I immediately fell in love with their mission and what they were trying to do and it felt so much in alignment that I thought that this internship would be the door to my future really and getting that rejection was was saddening to me because it it really felt like I would fit right in to that organization and so after getting that rejection i've been thinking a lot lately about pivoting and adjusting evolving adapting and what i've come to realize is that if it's not production then that's okay but if it is production then that's okay too i think that I've come to a place now where I have to accept that whatever happens, I'm going to have to be okay with because that's going to be my reality. The only thing I could do then is figure out what next steps to do in that situation. And what I find really helpful in situations like this when I find, when I find myself really struggling on what to do next is really just take it one step at a time. You really need to focus on what step to take because... At this point, you're in a river and you need to focus on what rocks to hop on. You don't even have the bandwidth to look and see the mountain you have yet to climb. And so taking one step at a time is so important. It really grounds you and it makes you feel so much more at ease in what you have to handle. Because when you think about, or at least in my situation, what happened was a cascade of thoughts entered my head of oh my goodness I didn't get this internship I'm never going to be in production my whole career is ruined before it even started I have no ins and now I am going to be jobless my entire life I think that taking one step at a time realizing that it's not production that wasn't right for me it was this particular organization that wasn't right for me or rather I wasn't right for them realizing that there are other opportunities out there there are 
other avenues you could take to get to the same place, but also that could lead you to a whole nother different part of the world that would that might just be better fitting for you, if not just as beautiful. One of my favorite stories that always brings me comfort is a story about my dad. He knew fairly early on in his college career that he wanted to be a medical doctor. And so he took his MCAT and failed it. I think he could only take MCATs once a year. So it wasn't like he could go back the next month and take it again. So during the period of time that he had between the first MCAT and the next MCAT, he decided to do higher education, more higher education rather. He takes his second MCAT and he doesn't pass that one either. At this point, he's feeling hopeless and really questioning if medicine was something that he was really meant to do. It was really frustrating for my dad because he had the grades, he had the grit, he had the intelligence, but he just didn't have the test scores. The next year comes, he's still in higher education, but he decides to go for the MCAT again for the third time. The third time is when he gets in. So now not only is he in med school, but he's also in higher education. He's working so hard to get through his education and academia, and he's out, he finally graduates, There's a whole journey from medical school to where he ended up ultimately, but essentially what I'm trying to say is that when things don't seem to be going your way, make the best of what you have in the moment. And in that moment, my dad decided to do higher education. And it seemed not entirely beneficial in the moment because once he did get into medical school, it was like, okay, so now I have all these degrees, but I only really wanted to pursue medical school. The most amazing turn of events happened where my dad started to work in a nonprofit and he became a unicorn, basically. Not only did he have a medical degree, but he had multiple higher academia degrees. And this made him sought after in this field he was working in. And it almost seemed like all the puzzle pieces fit together and everything fell into place. And everything made sense at that moment when he realized that I didn't just do more education just to do it. Everything made sense as I continued down this path and this journey. And this is a sentiment that I hope to carry with me for the rest of my life as well because... In life, you don't always get what you want. That's just life. It can be really hard to accept that in the moment. It can be really heartbreaking to accept that in the moment. But because part of life is dealing with these challenges, is also learning how to best navigate through these. And I think one of the best ways to do this truly is to look around you, see what opportunities you do have, and take those. Make something out of that. And then if you do get what you want initially further down the road, also do that. And then recognize that now you have so many tools, so many more tools in your toolbox than you would have if you had just started with what you initially wanted. Challenges are what make us. They make up our character and they shape us. 
we have the power to figure out how we are shaped, how we deal with these circumstances. In this circumstance, not getting the internship I was really hoping to land, I am going to take this opportunity and remind myself that putting myself out there is the best I could do, start reaching out. By doing that, seeing what other opportunities there are out there. All right, I will keep you updated with all things internship and summer that is the episode for today i feel like i took a pretty interesting journey throughout this podcast first talking about my childhood home and then to people all the way to my doubt in myself and my abilities in internship things i'm trying to think of if i have anything else to add nope i don't all right that is today's episode i really hope you enjoyed listening Thank you so much and have an amazing day. Bye.